You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. This episode of the Sportsman's Nation is brought to you by Outdoor Edge and their complete lineup of replaceable and fixed blade knives and game processing kits. Now, in my bag this year, I had the Razor Pro Saw Combo Kit. It comes in a very compact, handy carrying case, and one handle has the replaceable blade knife and the gutting blade. The other handle has the saw that comes with it. So, I use the saw to split the pelvis, and I use the gut hook to open up the cavity and the blade to start cutting all the stuff out, right? So uh, it makes cleaning a deer very simple, very easy, and the the knife is sharp. And uh, if you've ever had to gut a deer with a dull knife, we all know how much that sucks. So um, take a look at the Razor Pro Saw Combo Kit and uh, head on over to OutdoorEdge.com and enter the discount code NATION30. That's NATION30 for 30% savings on your purchase. Welcome to the Land and Legacy Podcast. We're your hosts, Adam Keith and Matt Dye. This is your number one resource for all things land. If you're interested in conservation, habitat management, hunting strategy, and rural real estate, this is the podcast for you. All right, guys, we got a good one for you. Uh, this this on on part two of this week, part one, however you're listening to it. Um, this two eighty two. So you want to be a land consultant? Yeah, so, yeah, something something titled like that. I there there's so much interest um, that is just gaining wheels or turning. I think for for a lot of people um, about this profession. So yeah. which is cool, you know. We are extremely passionate about land management and and how the natural world works. But there is a um, a large push for a lot of people now seeing that hey, there's career potentials or possibilities. Yep through this avenue and it seems like wow that is something that i want to do and i think before we jump totally into it like almost need to preface this like there's a lot of i don't know let's say fine lines through through sharing this podcast um this is this is meant to just be uh, let's say an, an open book as to like what we've done where we've come from what we plan on doing. Um, and so some of the situations you may find yourself saying, Oh wow, really? Okay. That came across as unique. I wasn't expecting that or or whatever. We're not, we're not saying any of this at all to, to second guess people trying to get into the field at all. Our biggest mission and heart, I shouldn't say a biggest, but, but one of the, our, 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 um, aspects of, of doing land legacy is to encourage and get more information and people out there doing management practices at the same time it has to be a call on your life i think to do it devotedly passionately moving forward at aggressive pace so i think by prefacing that things may uh seem a little like let's say pointed or or um whatnot don't read into that anything beyond we're here to share a message of 
what's been successful for us and hopefully to set you on a path as well of success. It, it Not if you just follow what we did kind of thing, but like keep these in check. Keep these things, um, consider them as, as you move forward. Cause That's right. We, we do get the question a lot. Too, we get it all too often yeah. for us not to have a podcast like this. Totally. That's where this podcast came from. It's just that we've gotten so many people reaching out. A lot of grad students, or a lot of uh, a lot of college aid students, or or uh, I had a phone call last week or week four last from a guy that was wanting a job shadow or follow along mm-hmm. on a consult. Mm-hmm. Get that and, a lot. Uh, you know, it's just a very common thing, and so and, and, and we first and foremost too appreciate all of that. I, and I, I'm, I'm we're here to help. We're yes. here to encourage. We're here to help you guys. Heck, we give away free information every week. <laughs> We're here. We are here first and foremost to help. So we appreciate that outreaching, the questions, everything. And I think a lot of people who have responded or or um, emailed in or sent in a message or something, they would they would say that was helpful. That that helped me um, in our response to them. So that's what this podcast is. And, it may just surprise you. I'll some say of our something responses. to some of the people that have reached out, and maybe I responded to them like. And it was a little bit like, I didn't mean to discourage you, or I didn't mean to send you a, a response that you weren't expecting. Like, so I want to do wildlife management. No, you don't. <laughs> do, do this. Or if, you know, I, I'm not, I don't have any trade secrets. I'm an open book. I don't, I think that's one of my biggest flaws is I say stuff before I really think about the long-term uh, benefit or the long-term uh, problems with that statement. But I, I've had a couple people reach out and I'm like, are you sure you don't want to do forestry? Like, forestry would be a pretty good one. Yep. Or are you sure you don't want to do this because you're in this region? If you're wanting to stay in this region, you're better off doing this rather than going full-fledged just wildlife management. Um, because, you know, I, I I want what's best for every single person that listens to this podcast, reaches out, and, frankly, everyone in general. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and <clears throat> wildlife like you, you, you can't tell me that there's not a hunter out there who's not passionate about wildlife and wildlife management. Like that's a, of course, passion. Everyone's passionate about this topic, um, and wants to probably know more. So you know the the field or the educational side. There's more colleges. There's more schools out there offering programs such as this because they can take your money. Because right there. People, there's a lot of interest there, yeah. but that doesn't necessarily mean that there's the amount of jobs that reflect that interest. Oh, um, man. And, yeah. and so it is very difficult sometimes to, to get jobs because um, a lot of times people are, are lifers, let's say, from the from the public sector, whether it's federal or state um, jobs. It yeah. sometimes is just difficult to get yourself into the system until people start retiring. Yeah. And then working their way up, right? So yep. they hire from within and this and that. You got to start from the bottom, work your way up. Or and there's nothing wrong with that. No. But you need to know that going ahead. And, and, and so, like, a lot of people that are in, that are, are like-minded like us, that the dream is to have a farm, to live right. on a farm. Right. And it's like if you're if you're planning on starting out and trying to build that up and you're going into the public sector or the government sector where you're you may have to wait out retirement or people that are going to retire. It may take you a long time to get there mm-hmm. to where you can have that, that salary that can then buy that farm. So if the salary is there 
period. Like, it, it, I mean, that's another thing that often comes up with, with jobs pertaining to wildlife, and that's why sometimes the suggestion may be, have you considered forestry? Have you considered agricultural, where you're still working with the natural world, but it's not just wildlife-focused? Because, quite frankly, a lot of the public sector jobs, they don't pay very much at all. Yeah. And, and and you're needing a not only a bachelor's, but now master's to even be considered. That's mm-hmm. six years worth of college in most cases to to be making forty five thousand dollars a year. Yeah. You're gonna have a you could have a lot of student loan debt going into a job that ten years from now is still not making a lot of money. Yeah. If if you know it, it could be enough for you. Shoot, I've survived on way less than that. Yeah. Um, it, it, but if just, your goals are, I want to own a land, or I want to own a farm, I want to have a big family, I want to do these things, then you're uh, you have to kind of weigh out. Okay, which one? You know, is this really a better career choice, or would I be better off doing this as a hobby and getting to my farm and my big family quicker? But st- working somewhere else absolutely so obviously money certainly is not everything and you guys will hear that throughout this podcast from from us and where we kind of come from um and and the origins and beginnings of of land legacy but i think it is important to go back to like the start because that laid a of land and legacy that laid a foundation for us as to basically how we were going to operate as a company um, and, and how we were going to move forward and make decisions um, in tough situations and like what what's what started it I mean that that is a big a question I think for a lot of people and I, I think I think just in, in a short term thing this was this started very late 2016 but really 2017 yeah and we were um, we didn't. We didn't have an option. There was no plan. There, there was were, basically a. We, it's time to see what God has in store for us. We had other positions, and and through tons and tons of prayer, God said, "That door is closing, guys. I need. Uh, I need you to do something different." I'm not sure. You know, <laughs> you think about how God communicates, and in our whole business is is. Because of God. It, yeah, it is Everything is because of God. He created everything. The heavens, the earth, everything. The hairs, the gray hairs, the white hairs in my beard he created. I see it over there. <sighs> Santa Claus. My, my wife was like, <laughs> she said something, because this is the first time I've ever not shaved. I've always had either, you know, a little at, bit at of most scrub. stubble. Yeah, right. but I've never let it grow up for very long. And so I, I did... Because why not? Of all the years, might as well. COVID beard. And so I grew it out, and then I I said, hey, have you seen, is there white hair in my, and she goes, yeah, there's some. And I was like, how did this happen? I have three that grow on this side of my chin. uh, Mine's right there. And I pulled them, and they were just as white as snow. I do. I I know. I know. um, So this whole thing was started because of, of following God's will even though we totally. had no idea what it was we had no idea what he had planned for us we didn't know somebody asked me just last week what did you ever anticipate land legacy to be to to have the brand that it has now like or or be working you know the work schedule that it has now not a chance no i'd be no. foolish to say that i did we were hopeful that it would but beginning starting out it was 
it was difficult. I mean, we were in a position where we stepped away from what a lot of people would would say was was a dream job. Oh uh, yeah. And yeah. and 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 to go into this unknown of that that's not working anymore. There, but still at that point though, when when that stopped, we didn't like we didn't know what we were doing. No, not and, a, and, not a clue. And so not a clue. I, uh, yeah. Even you the know, days to the, follow, the, we the idea like, was you know. The days and weeks to follow was like, we gotta do something here, man. How do we? <laughs> how do we get to this? Like, what? How are we gonna go? You know, we, I had a couple. You're you're not even from this area that we live now, no. so it was like no. a lot of my contacts are going. Okay, who do we? Who do we know that would hire us to do this? And 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 frankly, like we had ideas of this and this and this, but consulting really wasn't one of them. It was an idea. You know, maybe we'll do that. Pick up a few jobs. Ain't uh, make some side cash. But really, it was just like, I don't know what God has planned. Uh, yeah, I, and and it was a total, it was a total faith move. Um, and and I think one of the things that will probably be a reoccurring theme through this podcast is, it is it is it is scarier to know that God's calling you to do something, and even though it's a fearful step to take because you don't know what the future looks like, it is more fearful to not do it, knowing it's God's will in your life or, or it's God's calling at that time to do something and you ignore it. For sure. And so basically, I think when we when we started this, there was a lot of guys that asked like, well, that's kind of scary uh, to, to start a, to, <laughs> to, to leave. And I'm like, yeah, but it's scary or it's more scary to not act on what God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'll dive into the dark knowing that God's called me to do that rather than stand in the light going, or, or, and I, w- I don't uh, know if I'm supposed say, to be here. Stay in the light, but like stay, stay in a place that just feels more comfortable. Yeah. Potentially. I don't from, like from securities of, of jobs and, and, and money and insurance, all, all the things of life that, con- that adults deal with. Right. Contentment kills a lot oh. of Christian growth totally, and, 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 totally and the totally. idea that, you know, I don't like the uncomfortable. I don't, I like my comfort zone. I like my bubble. And frankly, you know, we had, you said something about God kind of closing the door or whatever. It got to a point where I'm pretty sure he just slammed the door on he us. He said, boys, wake up. He's like, I've been <laughs> telling you, come on. Yep. I've got something planned for you. Let's go do it. And But, but still, there was no revealing <laughs> ahead of time bef- before we had to take steps of faith. That's right. And, and do that. And it, it wasn't like, hey, boom, snap of a finger's. This is what you're doing. It was weeks. It was developing. Yep. It was working. It was talking. And more importantly, though, it was whether you know you and your family, us together, me and my family, praying through. Yep. What do we do next, Lord? Like, sh- please, please yep. paint a picture of something so that we can move forward. But essentially, we got to the point of, hey, um, there's there's some interest here in consulting. We can do some things and 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 then begin to uh, domino that yeah. that uh, impact, right? Yeah. Um, but we had distractions along the way too. Well, I I think you back up to December of 2016, where uh, our families and when you say our families, it was my wife and myself and my, my parents, and then you and your fiance, fiance who's married at that point. My, wife's sister and your parents were all gathered praying mm-hmm. about direction wisdom um and overall just peace in the at the whole transition and when we when when we went to church one sunday morning 
our pastor preached a sermon where he said, for some of you in this room today, you're in a situation where you feel like God is calling you to do something and you're asking God to say, give me some vision, give me some signs to know of where I'm going when, as he said, maybe this is the situation where God is saying, I need you to show the faith. Maybe it's a tiny little step, but you need to take a step and then I'll start to reveal what I have planned. And I remember hearing that going, okay. The I, next, I think we either the, texted or the, we, we the, talked the, over lunch that, that Sunday. That next day we left our position <laughs> and the w- next Wednesday night, so three days later we went to Wednesday night prayer meeting and he said a following up Sunday, our pastor said following up Sunday's um, sermon, sermon and I'm going to say that for those of you that took that step, that faithful step, now let's get to where God has, this is what you can expect from God. And it was like the most, that that that, that week was probably the most God has revealed and moved and like shown they, just very direct through people, through conversation of other people for me that I've ever experienced. And so when he said that, our, our pastor, it was like, who, oh. who, who, by the way, has no idea who we are. No, like we go to a very large church, so it's not like that they he had any idea of, of yeah. what our situation was, or or still knows anything about land legacy. No. But still, it was just the way God and the Holy Spirit work through through the the Bible and teaches things that are relevant in today's world. We're sitting there thinking, "Holy crap! This is right here, right now, directly talking to us, impacting us, and guiding us as what to do steps in in our lives." Absolutely, and so. That you know, we left, uh, started Land and Legacy, and um, at that point, it was really. I don't know. I, I guess that week, Land and Legacy wasn't even really a name. No. It was kind of like, well, let's figure this out. A, um, a name came in the weeks to follow through brainstorms and just that continued. Like, here's if if we were going to build a brand. Here's what what it would we would want to encompass as like this long term brainstorm. And I remember sitting in here in, in this house just talking and talking and talking. It's like, well, I'd like to see this, I'd like to see that happen. And it's funny now going back like through the course of time, a lot of the, those first like let's say the brainchild of of what it was we wanted to create or or, or God placed in our heart to create. It's like over the course of several years, we've seen some of these things just begin to, wow, that took place. Yeah. Wow, that took place. Where in those moments, we are so distant from those things ever even happening. We're like, how the heck do we get there? Like, oh, yeah. We're really not, I, I like have this just amazing or born with an entrepreneurial spirit to just like, conquer and have all these businesses like that wasn't really necessarily a thought in in my head of like I'm just going to be a business owner one day it was like well another another thing that certainly have come to know that God doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the called the called and it's like well I wasn't you weren't born necessarily with the driving passion to be uh, a business owner but here we are well that's something People might not know this, but you and I are not, we're we're very different in our personalities from different ways we go through life. Like mm-hmm. you're conservative, very detail-oriented, very much like analyze and, and move, move in a certain way. When I'm very planned. much a, 
blow through things. We'll figure it out as we get there. Big picture. Can't sit down. Can't focus on anything to, to move from this step to the next step unless I want to. And it's very hard for me to to Sing, do that. Listen, listen to me talk and, about and, a and step. do that. But it works well because it makes sure that it's complementary. Yeah, because ideas can go go through and and be accomplished with both of us, but not necessarily one without the other. Right. And and you know they don't probably hear that through the podcast each week. That they probably think that we're both about the same, but we're totally different in that in mm-hmm. that element. And when I was 12 years old, I had the idea or started to have God put it on my heart that the outdoors was some way that I was going to connect with people through some sort of work, whether it be my career, whether it be my job, or whether it be a hobby on the side. Yeah. The but same, I same, felt that like, same. for me, I had a, a, a really good dad, or I have a really good dad, I have a really good grandpa, I had a really good men in my life to help pour into me when I was in the outdoors. And there's we're we're in a broken world. There's a lot of people that struggle, and there's a lot of people that they don't have that. They have a father wound, as as mm-hmm. one of our favorite pastors preaches on a lot. And so, I think a lot of people can can connect with the outdoors to God, our our all of with, our father, without a doubt. And and I think a lot of times we miss that. And so I was always feeling that calling of going at some point. Outdoor work will likely be something that I do. Absolutely. And I don't know how God has that planned, but I've felt that That's, pull since I was 12 years old. If you will, I think of it as like a a funnel. Like at at 12, I would say I was saying that that same time frame, 12 to 14 of of man, I just want to do this. Like I've figured out that like long-term education like there's opportunities there to do wildlife oriented things that sounds amazing like well, for that's me, what I want to do 12 was when I realized that's professional baseball wasn't going to work <laughs> I'm not growing <laughs> this I'm, isn't working I'm scrawny I can't gain weight I can't hit 60 on a fastball <laughs> so yeah so it's like that was the that was like let's say okay here's this wildlife outdoor world and then as as time went on, I, you know, you kind of step further and further into the funnel, and then that funnel just necked down, and 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 now we're in positions where I feel well, like, hundred yeah. percent, this is where God has directed my whole life. But we had to experience other things in this wildlife type outdoor realm to be able to put us here and be here, and now it is tunnel vision. Yeah. Well, we kind of had to walk through the fire uh, <laughs> to get there. Many. Yeah, your your own fires, my own fires, and together fires, fires. together. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Absolutely, it was not an easy path, and it's still not an easy path. <sighs> I, I, yeah, and I don't want to. But it's a path that God has put us on. Yeah. So it's the best place in the life to be. Yeah, and 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 that's the. I think a lot of people's like you know you guys talk about you know following God's you know will in your life but like there's there are fires along the way absolutely there's 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 learning and, and some of those fires maybe we put ourselves in um by not following god's will but like it, it, the christian life and the walk and and whatnot is is never going to be easy there's there's tons of things that just as a human that we're gonna face yeah and, and, and regardless like we 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 have gone through those fires and are here but right Situation situated, I think exactly where we need to be, um, because of whether it's educational experiences, just experiences in life. But I have no doubt in my mind 
that me as an individual than me knowing you and and what you've expressed to me. But this is what I was born to do. Like yeah. God's allowed me to understand how the natural world works and then bottled it up into meeting you and said, together, you guys are going to accomplish this. But that was not, uh, gosh, when I was in college, never would I have thought that I was going to move away from Virginia, my family. Never did I think I was going to be a resident of the Midwest for yeah. for my life. God's country. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, you, it's just going to take you down different different paths and different roads. But those we those fires that we just kind of mentioned are hundred percent real. Yeah. And like the first the first year of land legacy, first two years, yeah, was tough. Gosh, it was tough. I mean, we we I mean, were we were not to get ahead of ourselves, and 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 because those first initial months were were really crucial into understanding what, what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, it is, you know, we're very unconventional because we're a, a land management business, but I'm an ag animal science major. You're a, you're not even a wildlife management major. I, I, I have a biology degree and a concentration in wildlife management, not a wildlife neither management Neither one of us have degree. masters in, nope. in wildlife management. Neither one of us went to big universities that nope. are are known for incredible wildlife management. Um, or specific species management. You look at us, and and let's say maybe a resume, and you're like, "How in the world are they doing that?" On on paper, I would be. You'd look <laughs> at my GPA. You'd look at <laughs> at my experience, and you say, "This guy's worked for, you know, he's worked in the outdoors. He's got a lot of experience." There's a lot of resumes you stack but it, it up, but it definitely looks he looks unmotivated <laughs> in the classroom. Right, right. And and I'd say, okay. Cool. Guilty as charged. Yeah. So what else do you want to know about me? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm a great guy. Yeah. You, <laughs> I did my passionate. four and I got out of there and I never went back. I, that was me. I but did as I a, did my, my four years and I said, there's no way I'm doing a master's program. i got to start working. Like I've yeah. just got to start doing stuff that I was called to do. You and, just said the word that I'll, that I'll toe the line and say, put me up against anybody in this room or anybody on your interview panel or anybody – and in your job, if I, if you know, Land Legacy folded up and and we and we had to go find other jobs, I I would be like, you will not find somebody more passionate about the natural world and understanding it than me right here. Right. And and I, if you find somebody, bring them. I'd like to meet them and we'll have a conversation. Well, and, and we'll get into the whole passion and purpose here in a little bit. But it, but it is like there's, there's on paper probably people out there who, who would, someone would say are more qualified to maybe do what it is we do. But, but the point is, that might not be their path. No, they might have, be burning with passion, but that's not the path that God said you need to be on. I want you to, to, to fulfill. Um, and and so there's a, there is a, a fine. A fine line, I think, between being passionate and following through with what God is saying to do in your life. Absolutely. But I guess back to like the kind of starting years. Woo! Thank goodness, my well. Soon after we started, I was married, and but thanks to my wife and your wife, the first year and a half, two years, if they weren't working or had incomes, oh, it would have been tough. 
we'd have been doing something else. Lana Dang Legacy would not impossible. be with us today. Well, well, the first, uh, I think it was the first probably two months. Yeah. Um, what 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 did we do? Oh, this is my favorite part of the story. Is what did thank we do? Thank goodness for for Scotch Irish heritage right here. <laughs> um, and if it, you know, uh, over in the Eastern United States, there's a there's a good and and there's a good uh, the pastor who married us the, his trailer and his trailer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> With the broken that. light. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we almost got a ticket. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. pulled over there that yeah. one day. So. Um, Talk you know, my way out of that one. Talks, yeah. <laughs> he was probably like, these guys are broke. <laughs> um, when uh, we started, it was like, well, we got to pay the bills. The bills don't stop coming. That's the thing. Yeah. It, when any career you start, the bills don't stop. As an adult, you have you you have living expenses. There's a Whether lot. it's food or <laughs> it doesn't matter. Don't There's it. a lot of people out there that have brilliant ideas or extremely great worth ethic. A work ethic, mm-hmm. and the combination of those. Whether they ha- they probably have a really good work ethic and they have a really great idea, but the constant bills coming in every month prevent them from acting on that. They don't have enough time to pull away from their job to then go and do this other idea to then launch. Fortunately for us, God had things worked out to where we managed. God's not a guy that uh, God's not a he's not a God who I feel like he never gives you leaves you empty or leaves you needing. He gives you and sometimes he gives you more than you can imagine, but in other times he gives you just what you need. Just what you need because, because during those times of just what you need, you get to learn how to rely on him. You you can't yeah, you get to exercise faith in a way that you never knew you thought you could before when you had opportunities that were abounding right it's easier for people to pray when they're in the valley than when they're on the mountain yeah and so pray fervently and so for us you know when i said that about scotch irish heritage is because we didn't have consults booked because we weren't even advertising we didn't have a podcast at this point we had just we just basically said okay i think i had maybe listened to a single podcast in my life no, yeah. we had we we had recorded or we had been guests on podcasts before, but that's right. Beyond that, that was our only experience really in a podcast world. For but sure, right, we didn't have we didn't have work lined up. Let's just say no, and nobody even really knew what we were doing, and yeah. so it was like we just we were in our homes going waving at the members. Hey, you want to hire me? Whatever, <laughs> twiddling uh, thumbs and. So what we did was we went to my family farm and we well we borrowed borrowed a trailer cuz my yep. family farm we don't have we don't have a need for that so we don't have a trailer down there. And so we borrowed a trailer for my pastor and the guy that married the pastor that married you and Emily and we started hauling off junk scrap metal cuz yep. thankfully scrap metal prices were pretty good at that point and we would load up a trailer and drive to the nearby town and take it to a scrapyard make Cash money. Make about a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks, yeah. and then we would go back and haul enough. And we do three or four of those a day. Pull just pulling junk. Just I mean, junk. Just, just pull them out of ravines and ditches and yeah. old parts. I mean, got our tetanus shots and we said, "Wow, that's got some weight to it." Throw it on the trailer. Yeah, and literally we did. I I think we did that like through throughout a week to two weeks. We did that, and and I it was. It was like, well, we, we just got to do it, but it gave us time to talk and think and, brainstorm. again, brainstorm more things. And it was like, okay, 
God, this is this seems like a this seems like a low point. This seems like but but I'm in again, the fire right now. Yeah, thank goodness for those times to be able to um, start. Let's say very humbly, um, you know the the origins of it, and, yep. and so okay, that carries us into um, starting to get a little well, bit of business. We went to ATA, yeah, and we met one of our key clients and yep. a couple of, and gained a couple other key mm-hmm. clients, mm-hmm. and uh, during that process of, of of being there, we were like, okay, um, we got some work, so thankfully. We're not hauling scrap. <laughs> scrap metal piles are running pretty low on the farm, yep. so we're going to have to get some other work lined up. And yep. we had a couple of, uh, of people in our lives that were great mentors during this time that were in the in the realm of the outdoor world that had had called a couple of people to hire us. And so we started. That yeah, was actually one of the contracts where we cut some cedar on a on mm-hmm. a local client's mm-hmm. farm, and. Uh, it made us. I don't know about you, but it made me go. I don't know if contracting is really what I want to do. Oh. I want to do more consulting because contracting's not so great on my back. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. There, there was, there was a lot. Again, a lot of those lessons that I think are are have made us, let's say, successful today were learned in in difficult, extreme ways. Um, <laughs> and definitely one of those was the contracting side of oh, things. Totally. <laughs> Totally. It, you know, we, there's a lot of contracting businesses out there that follow mm-hmm. government mm-hmm. cost share pro- programs mm-hmm. or government contracts or roadway contracts. Like you've got the skid steer. So you're going to do not only private landowner stuff, but also roadway maintenance or median clearing, things like that. Yep. Which is great business if you sure. can find it. But if you have the work. If you have the work. But for us, one of the key things that really helped us avoid mistakes or avoid the the bank knocking was we never took a loan no so this this business started unlike a lot of businesses out there is we never took a loan to pay our salary or to buy equipment or or to do anything um to to lateral us to lateral us into more work i think i think someone would say well how in the world did you do that and i think it goes back to knowing the call on our life and knowing that that the work was going to come sometimes it would be you know a while in between but we knew that god was going to supply mm-hmm. and that if if we continue to reinvest in what he said he was going to supply for us that it would work out and so there was a lot of faith in in doing that sure we could have gotten super distracted and gone the route of well in the meantime, I'm going to get a tractor and I'm going to start hauling around and, and planting food plots and doing some clearing and, and pond work with a small skid steer and whatnot. But, like, we knew that that wasn't what was in store for us. Yeah. And and we we didn't go that route. We did not take out any loans, just kept reinvesting into what yeah. what was, let's say, promised or or what we felt was the call to, to continue to do. And during that time, it's very hard to bring in two thousand dollars let's say and know that okay you know we're a 50 50 partnership so you're gonna make half i'm gonna make half but we also need to buy this we we need to go you know gas money to the next one so like yeah you make you make some money but like 
just as any other business, you like have buying podcast gear. Oh, that's four hundred bucks. Okay, so that two thousand we made this month is yeah. cut down to sixteen hundred. Oh, eight hundred bucks this month. <laughs> that doesn't pay much. So, babe, how how did you do this month? <laughs> and yeah. my wife was a school teacher, and your wife was going to school at going the same time. Going to school time. and was a waitress and a waitress. So, yep. a waitress and a school teacher. Yep. It sounds like a country song. Um, <laughs> two bums, three wooden crosses. <laughs> is, yeah, um, a waitress and a school teacher, and two <laughs> deadbeats. Two two deadbeats living yeah. on a dream, living on prayer. Actually, we were living on prayer. We're but, living on um, prayer. And so, you know that the the first year we made less than twenty thousand dollars each, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. uh, it's very difficult to 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 live off that, especially. Fortunately, we didn't have kids at that point because I'm not sure I'm not sure it would have worked. Uh, I, no, with I the amount of diapers that I'm going through right now, I, I don't know if it would have worked. <laughs> and so, uh, it, it, it timing God's timing, although sometimes doesn't make any sense to us when we're in it. Looking back, twenty tw- looking back, hindsight's twenty twenty. God's timing is always just miraculous, impeccable. And, and so, uh, yeah, it's just like, oh man, I'm glad you didn't give that to me. I'm glad you <laughs> yeah. didn't give that to me years ago when I wasn't responsible enough to handle that or manage that. Yeah. And and so uh um I, I think about it a lot of like, whew, we didn't make much money, but it sure taught us the importance of prioritizing where money should be spent or not spent. Totally. And, and the best way that we can advertise that doesn't cost us a lot of money. What, what, like, what was gonna yield our one of the results. one of the big things. I mean, um, maybe this is a secret. Maybe it's not a secret. But you don't see us spend a lot of time in the world of social media today. We make a couple of posts a week, or make a, try to make a post a day, but you don't see a lot of advertisements from us because we almost we don't play, play the game pay to play. We do podcasting. We yeah. do word of mouth. A big part of our business is word of mouth. Do do a good job at what you're what you should be doing and if you're doing the good job additional work will follow and That's right. so whether it's through referrals or people contacting through the podcast we, it's what we do and and I think <laughs> we really focus early on about as a young tree trying to grow our roots mm-hmm. rather than try to be flashy and be out there and go you know, we, we attempted videos right out of the gate like yeah. we we searched partnerships that was a big thing that we learned Frankly, I learned a lot of it because of my wife of going, I just, when I look at your guys' business, I never say, yeah, they're going to have a bunch of sponsors, a bunch of products to push. They're going to do things differently. And she's like, I never really want, I've never thought it was a good idea for you guys to chase a bunch of partners because I feel like you've got a different message because you speak so much about landscapes and native plants that it's hard to sell the stuff and the message that you guys are doing from a standpoint of, products yeah oh yeah just it doesn't it doesn't line up but but again tell tell a young company who's who's hungry and needs to, to make try and make money well, what, are you going to turn something down or are you not going to not going to do not going to do that route because what outdoor brand really does not have anywhere in the outdoor industry is is product sponsor 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 yeah and so that was a lesson learned right hey our brand isn't this it doesn't embody this but we're spending time trying to make it we tried to put a square peg in a round hole yeah and 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 it just didn't work where now we look at things from a very organic way and we have partners now yeah yeah we had partners then yep we had partners early on but but ultimately we didn't 
we didn't really try to make that our focus. Our focus was the education and, and to really just continue to find landowners. And that's how we make our salary. We don't make it from no. from sponsors. No. Because I'm afraid that if we if we made our salary from sponsors, we'd be at the mercy of... Our, our message and education would not be the same as it is now. Yeah, for sure. You know what's, what's funny, too, is... When we left in December, or we started our business in December of 2016, um, really got going in 2017, there was still deer season left. And I remember sitting in a in a, uh, a, a ground blind or a soft-sided blind on a cut cornfield on, on Prairie Hollow property now, and we had a really nice bachelor group come out. Do you remember that? We were set yeah. up. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I remember Chad was there. It too, was cold. Yeah, we were all yeah. three in the blind. It was kind of one of those days where it's like, I need to get out and I need to think. Yep. And uh, I remember sitting there with the cameras that we had, which was my Nikon D810 mm-hmm. yep. with prime lenses. Oh, yeah. Um, we did not have zoom lens. We were running off prime. We were trying to still do some stuff. And I remember, so when we started, I, I my wife and I had bought a house at some point that spring, I believe it was. And I had sold, because of sponsor conflicts with our previous work, I had sold a lot of my stuff just to get rid of it because I didn't see any any use for it in the foreseeable future. And when God kind of said, this is what I had planned for you, it was like, uh-oh, I got rid of all my stuff. And I sat in that blind that night, and I remember like Froze piecing here. together. I wouldn't even have, I had like camo top and bottom, but everything else was random clothes mm-hmm. because I had sold all of my stuff. I had one pair of boots that was hunting boots. Um, I had a bow, uh, but I had like I just bare remember, bones, stripped, yeah. almost stripped completely naked with the days with of my layering, gear. and it was just like okay, uh, this is unfortunate. Yeah. This this is not fun. I don't have hardly anything. My I don't have a backpack. I don't have any of this stuff. And I remember just like trying to piece everything together moving forward. And now I look back, and I mean we've got this was a couple falls ago. We started getting decked out and and actually feeling like we had. Our gear had had a really good set of gear to work in and hunt in. Um, again. Thank you, First Light. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And For so <laughs> we and and it, it gave us the point to during those years of no sponsors, no products, to really find what we liked and then run with it. Yeah. And our buddy Clay Newcomb, he mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when I asked him, I was like, "Hey, what's the go-to stuff?" And he goes, "I love First Light. I think it's some of the best stuff out there." And he introduced us, and then pff, off to the races. Now we're running we first light, yep. and we used it for a while. And we're like, this is amazing. And then it took us a year and a half before we even agreed to any kind of contract with them because we wanted to make sure we liked it first. So that's just another little tidbit. It's like those first couple of falls, it's just miserable of going, I don't have the gear I want. I, I don't have the money to afford it. Yep. I'm kind of, I feel like I'm in college again where it's like, you know, I'm playing the the wish game because I get online and I look at all this stuff and I can't afford it. So I'll just think about it one day. I, I guess you know, getting I guess getting back to like the consulting side of things and and where where we are at now as a company. There was a lot of from from day one of God saying, "Hey, I've got something in store for you," to now constant and consistent prayer for. God continue to direct me, continue to, um, you know, show me what that will is in your life. And I think living that out from a um, daily prayer, if you continue to pursue that, 
very fervently, then then there's clarity in the mission. Um, and there's obviously blessings to come because you're living out what it is that God wants to use you for in your life. And so fast forward several years, now we're here um, by obviously the grace of God and through hard work. Um, but But there was a lot of sacrifice. So I heard a I heard a, this um, message on a podcast recently, and it was a it was a very well known speaker leader, and essentially he was had a had an interview, and some guy came up to him and said, "Man, I just I want to do I want to do what you do. I want to be a motivational speaker and a leader in my community, like you're a leader here." And the guy looked up at and said, respectfully very respectfully, and said, great, you want to do what I do, but do you want to do what I did? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, like, whoa, great, great point. And again, this is kind of where that, that kind of made that disclaimer early on the podcast saying, don't take this the wrong way, but like, if if you're out there and you're trying to listen and you're, and you're passionate about wildlife and pursuing a career in ro- wildlife, what I would say, knowing what we know, is make sure that that's calling of your life, that that's what God wants you to do and how he wants to use you because his purpose, his plan is going to be far greater than what you can imagine you doing out there on your own. And there, again, is a ton of people who are very passionate about wildlife and and conservation um but i think if you want to make it a a full-time or if you're planning on making a full-time career make sure that's what god wants to do make sure those things line up because if not then you're fighting yeah like and and that's not that's not a, a great way to to choose to live and and there's lots of um avenues out there and and i another another guess point to be made is just because you may not do something for a full-time career doesn't mean that you can't make an impact. Let's say you choose to do, um, I, I, honestly, I look at a lot of our a lot of our clients. They're not in the field of wildlife. They're in the field of medicine, law, business ownership, whatever. But in their community, they're still having a very large impact yeah. through wildlife and conservation and wise and land management because they're leaders in their community. Yeah. Again, you you can be so passionate about this, which they are, but they still are are making an impact. You don't they're not choosing to do that on a on a daily basis, but those people who are passionate, you know, I just I just want to as a, and, and, as and, a young man, I used to believe that God the way I interpreted it um with my upbringing was that God was going to tell you or call you to do something. And basically, if you didn't do that, you were living outside of his will. When now I, I believe that God just calls us to be disciples. He calls us to spread his, his word, his, the gospel about Jesus Christ, regardless of what we do in life. Whether yeah, we're a teacher, a school bus driver, a janitor, yeah. um, or yeah. a cattle farmer, yep. that... Whatever we're doing, we're going to glorify him. The relationships and, that and, you make, however you do. And some of our listeners may not even be Christians. Yeah. But we, this is brought to you because <laughs> yeah. of God's grace. Yeah. So you're going to have to hear this story 
to understand that as we move forward, you're probably going to hear more and more about Mm -hmm. our faith as we try to be even more bold in in what we do. Um, And 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 that's to say that this is this business has grown because I think that the greater calling on our life is to bring awareness of of God's creation to listeners and to hunters and outdoorsmen and people who want to raise families in the outdoors is, is there are so many connections and, and ways that um, illustrations, let's say that, that God has placed from the natural world that we can use in, in our, in our lives. And, and I think our, our greater call is to build clientele, build a business to where we can share that message, build an audience even more, even more, and to a greater scale. And that's, our, our, that's where what, we're going. What we feel like is that God has not only helped us to find clients and and be hired by landowners across the country, but now as we move forward in a different approach to help people yep. understand God's creation even more. Um, and 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 so that may be a more grassroots approach, or it may be a big scale. But either way, you're going to see us working with land. Hopefully, more acres, more landowners trying to improve the landscape, but also understand that it's God's natural, natural world, and we're here to to caretake for it uh, for however long we're going to be on this earth. Whether it's another day, another two weeks, or 20 more years, we're just going to do our due diligence and try to follow His will. And and so, you know, for me, thinking about that, it's like as we move forward. You know, we're very passionate about this. Some we've, we've just been consumed with passion about landscape. And I think that didn't happen. That wasn't the case five years ago. I wasn't thinking about natives like I, was, like I am now five years ago. It was more deer, more yeah. just game species. Game-oriented rather than And now than it's land. just big picture. And so, you know, and fortunately, though, through being walking in the fire, that we kind of learned that passion or found that passion even more. And then realize that this is currently God's purpose for us. Not saying that two years from now we're not God's not going to call us to do something else because yeah. that's a very good possibility. Yep. He may decide, okay, podcast is over, and a year from now you don't hear from us again on the podcast. We don't know. We're just going to try to follow His will. And but at that same point, we've got passion and we got God's purpose. Combine those, and that's why you probably hear just full fledged direction spewing out of us each and every week because we've got passion and God's purpose. And I think if you're one of those people that get get a hobby that you're very passionate about to also be something that God's pushed behind you to give you that purpose, you should be almost... You, you should be at the end of that funnel. You that should vision. just be diving head first into the ocean full of sharks, not even questioning because it's just like, I'm doing this and I'm excited about it. Yeah. And you get to do it and then you'll figure out you'll realize that you can try to figure it out, but God's already figured it out for you and he'll direct your path and, and allow bef- things to happen. Gone before and laid, laid the foundation. If, if you're living through, through his will and that, and that's the, the most powerful thing. And I guess, you know, rounding, rounding this thing out is essentially you want to be successful in becoming a wildlife biologist, a wildlife manager, a consultant. I would say that there's certainly ways other ways to do it outside of the way that we have done it for sure (laughs) but i don't it is a it would be a scary field to get into 
without knowing that this is what God has placed on your heart and wants you to or do. Ever praying about it, like yeah, just totally. just doing something without prayer, just, right? It's it, I just I look at our list and some of the things we didn't mention, but um, I I it, following God's will and following uh, through prayer and taking leaps of faith still led to a pretty scary road for a few years. Oh man, yeah. could you imagine? Yeah, I, I, I don't ever even want to get to the point where I just like blindly let's do something and never pray about it. Yeah, because that's even terif- more terrifying. And, and like every decision that that we make of of w- one of the things that we're going to be releasing in the coming weeks that that we're going to be offering in 2021 is something that that we prayed through. Yeah. Like w- when we went into real estate, we prayed about that with our families, and you know, every little step and situation, we've just realized that hey, God let us here. If we want to do something else, we need to pray about it because he's either going to say, or we're going to get a feeling, um, we're going to listen and say, that's something we want to do, we should do, um, or it's not. And guess what? That's okay. But that's that's literally how we make decisions. Um, you know, it, it just would be scary knowing how many land and wildlife management companies get started that may not have that foundation. There's passion, but there's not foundation from God's will pursuing that. Yeah. And I'm not saying that other people don't. We don't know anybody's situation. This isn't directed at anybody at all whatsoever. But it's one of those things that if we can give advice and career advice, it is essentially pray through it. Yeah. That's it. That's right. And and so many times, like, for us, it was like, what are we going to do? Well, let's pray about it. Let's get the families together and let's pray about it. And let's just make sure that we kind of, that we prayed about it and that we've all kind of, I guess, feel the peace moving forward. And nobody's right. going, okay, I don't like this. I don't like I don't like it. We made that mistake early on. We did. And our wives will tell us <laughs> to this day that that was a mistake. That would be the only way they come on the podcast is to tell everybody else what we did wrong. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> I, love, Absolutely. I love them, but, man, that's that's the truth. <laughs> and, and, and that's something I'm probably pretty different about our business than some of I, I know talking to some of our clients and they probably look at us they look at I, I know they've looked at us like we're crazy because I've told them that and they've looked at me like I'm crazy is that when we make a decision it's not you and I vote on it and say let's right, do it right. it's you and I and our wives and, and for our don't know if it was for good judgment or not but they have a say <laughs> in everything we do yeah and and uh and I will say this they don't know the first thing about land management so so yeah. uh, again if if we're going and using other people obviously who are important in our lives to help make decisions and they don't know the first thing about um you know a a tree beyond the fact that it's an oak that obviously God's laying something on their heart and and we want to know that we want that input on our business and our lives because at the end of the day it is our livelihood it is what supports our families and if we don't have that blessing moving forward Man, that's a scary, scary thing. So I, I think that a lot of people in in the, for me wrapping things up is is in a career situation. If you want success, if you want to 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 be follow a passion or or follow or or just li- let's just say live in peace, pray through it, and let God lead it. 
for sure. And I think as I as I close out, I think one of the big things that moving forward 2021, there's a lot of guys, a lot of people that are probably, you know, we're in a, a divided country right now, not to get political. I swear I'll be done with this in a second. But uh, I think there's never been a greater time in, in our lives, our listeners' lives, to – Run to the run to the woods, run to the outdoors, and find God there. Find His peace there, and find His creation uh, all around us. Because you can't find it in your home, or you kind of can, but I don't believe that you can find God's present any presence any greater than going into His natural creation and just standing there, arms spread wide, exhaling, saying, "I'm ready to listen. Just what? help me." Whatever you're needing, there's. I, I find him more. Um, just you feel overwhelming when I'm in the outdoors. A closeness for sure. In quiet, I feel like those people who are listening to the podcast. One, you're listening to this for a reason, for a purpose, but you're also listening to this because you are passionate about it. So, if you're passionate about it, God has placed that passion in your life, and that's a place that you can. Certainly go and meet with him, and that, that that's outside in creation. And and don't just leave that for yourself. Bring your family. But it, but if you are passionate, that's a way that God can certainly reach you, and you can commune and talk, um, and certainly pray. And He is going to be close, and certainly certainly listening, for sure. And, and that's a powerful thing. Hey guys, uh, if you enjoyed it, thank you. Uh, shoot us a message. Um, if you got any questions as we move forward into habitat season even more, guys are going to be edge feathering. If you listen to the other podcasts this week, uh, creating bedding thickets, tag us on social media, tag Please us do. on uh, in all the things you're doing. Uh, we love to see that stuff. It encourages us to continue doing this every single week. So, guys, we thank you so much. We'll catch you next week. See ya. Yeah.